WebCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, it's become it's Labor Day weekend, and it's become kind of a tradition on this program that we always try to talk to someone who's in a bargaining unit about what it means to be in the labor movement or be in a union. Uh, why it's important, and what they gain out of the association. Our guest this week, well, we're going to talk about something that uh, I'm I'm going to throw some uh, controversial things at her uh, right off the bat. Jill Sladek is a teacher in the Hampton uh, Township School District. Uh, She's also vice president of, is it the Hampton uh, Education Association? What is the name of your unit there? It's Hampton Township Educational Association, HTEA. Okay, and um, you're also on the Grievance Committee. We're going to talk about what a grievance is and about some of this language that, you know, growing up in the Mon Valley, I always thought everybody everybody knew what a union was, everybody knew what collective bargaining was, but I'm finding out uh, that especially among young people, they don't necessarily. Um, I'm going to give, before we you and I start talking, thank you, by the way, Jill, for, for taking some time to talk with us today. Uh, You're very welcome. But I want to I want to give a little bit of history of Labor Day. Labor Day grew out of the 19th century, out of the uh, 1800s. Actually, um, was the first Labor Day uh, celebrations. It started to get legal recognition uh, in 1887. Oregon was the first state that made Labor Day an official public holiday. And uh, by the turn of the 20th century, 30 U.S. states officially celebrated Labor Day, and now all U.S. states. Uh, and territories and the District of Columbia have uh, made Labor Day a statutory holiday. It is a holiday to celebrate uh, workers, and in particular labor unions, who are the ones who uh, created the idea of Labor Day. Um, but Jill, as a school teacher, I'm going to th- throw some questions at you, uh, and, and I'm sure you hear this all the time. Is it true that school teachers, you really only work like, what, six hours a day for like nine months a year? Is that true? Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. Uh, I'm in year 37. Okay. And I have never gotten on that schedule yet. You're looking for it, though. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I guess maybe in retirement that'll be that'll be the case. I don't know. Uh, no, many, many teachers work very long hours. Uh, they're here well before the students enter the building. They're here long after the students leave planning and just getting classrooms and paperwork prepped. Um, often they're working at night at home, um, which sometimes, you know, eats into their own family time, but there is always paperwork. There is always planning. Um, many people, depending on which district you're in, because salary schedules do vary from district to district, will take on extra duties or what we call stipends that are extras in the contract. Mm -hmm. They may coach, they may run a club, which means they're putting in even more hours, evenings and weekends. Um, summer, I, I really can't say we're off on a, during the summer. Um, often again, we're, we're planning for the next year. We're doing professional development. Uh, we are required by the state to get so many hours of professional development in, in each five year span. Some of that is provided by our school district. Often in, in some of the smaller districts, it is not. And mm-hmm. people see that classes that they take. Um, it's an opportunity for me each week, each summer, 
I go for a week in Gettysburg uh, for union training. Because, okay. again, this is not what I do professionally, but I do want to learn more about it. Jill Sladek is a teacher in the Hampton uh, School District. She is a member, you said it's the Hampton uh, Educational Association? Hampton Township EA, correct. And uh, it is affiliated with the Pennsylvania State uh, Education Association, which is the largest, I believe, uh, uh, federation of teachers unions in the state of Pennsylvania. Jill, you said you've been teaching for 37 years. Yes, year 37. Let me let me ask you before we go any further about uh, labor unions and, and how collective bargaining affects uh, school teachers. Tell us a little bit of your story. Why did you decide to go into education? Why did you become a teacher? I don't know that I so much decided to become a teacher. I just think I was born one. Okay. Um, from the, literally from the time I was in elementary school, I was a good student. I was well-behaved. I was well-read. Um, and we had students in class who struggled, who had difficulty learning. Um, and I don't know if it was the norm back then, but it was my norm. Uh, from the time I was in third or fourth grade, I often was running a reading group for whoever the teacher was in my classroom. So I was teaching, you know, while I was still in school. And it truly was the only thing that I ever wanted to do. I love working with children. Um, I've worked in summer camps. I've worked as a volunteer at a recreation center. So it was just always uh, in me to do that. Did you grow up in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, or, or I grew know? up? I grew up on the north side in the city of Pittsburgh. Okay, uh, we lived in the city because my father was a city firefighter. Okay, and a member of local number one. So I come from a union family. Interesting. Um, and for that reason, we lived in the city. That was a requirement. It still is a requirement, actually. And where did you uh, then go on to get your uh, it, what, what what subject area do you teach? Uh, I teach uh, middle school science, okay. and so I have a bachelor's um, from Duquesne University in biology and in general science. Uh, I have a master's from Duquesne also in educational psychology, and then I went back to Carlo a little bit later on and picked up another what we call certificate mm-hmm. um, that entitles me to teach elementary. So I'm actually certified to teach from first grade through 12th grade, but I've always been in the middle school. So 37 years worth of eighth graders. <laughs> okay. Jill Sladek is a teacher in the uh, Hampton Township School District. She's also vice president of the Hampton Township uh, Education Association. That is the teachers union. It is Labor Day weekend. And that's what we're talking about is labor. And in particular, what uh, issues are affecting uh, public school teachers in our area? Does your union local, do you have a website or should they just go to the PSEA website? It would be the PSEA website. We have sort of a private website for our, our members, okay. but it's not a, an open one. Okay. And, and about, uh, they have about 190, 200 teachers, I think I saw on the website um, for the school district. Uh, how many are in your bargaining unit? Uh, all ex- except for one. Okay. <laughs> There's, we have 200. Um, we have 200 members. We have had one uh, traditionally that was what we call a fair share member. Mm-hmm. Um, that could perhaps change this year with a um, Supreme Court ruling that mm-hmm. came down over the summer. Um, but we don't anticipate any change. So we really do have practically 100% membership. There are about uh, 201 members, I believe, this year. Okay. 
I want to define some of these uh, term, uh, terms because, as, as I mentioned, gr- growing up in the Mon Valley with you know steelworkers, and I, I myself am in the Auto Workers Union Local 1981. I just assumed everybody knew, and, and as you mentioned, your your dad was a union firefighter in the city of Pittsburgh. I just assumed everybody knew what collective bargaining was. Everybody knew what a union was. Everybody knew what a bargaining unit was. Explain what what does bargaining unit mean? What are you bargaining, and who all is a member of this unit? Um. Our bargaining unit includes all of the teachers. Uh, it includes guidance counselors and nurses. Uh, there is a separate union in our district that covers uh, secretaries and what we call paraprofessionals, what in the past may have been called teacher's aides. Mm-hmm. Um, but our bargaining unit basically, um, by joining together and working together, it gives us the power to secure um, better salary and better benefits as opposed to literally being on your own out there. Um, Together, you have the strength to go in and ask for certain working conditions, to bargain certain working conditions, uh, and to borrow, you know, or to bargain a good livelihood for your members. Uh, Again, there are teachers that teach sometimes in private schools. Um, They are not unionized. And so literally at the end of every school year, they have to go in. They have to justify um, you know, whether or not they deserve a raise, they have to bargain for themselves. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not something that a lot of people are comfortable with. Um, and so when you have a large group, uh, it does give you a little bit more of a voice. And that's what we're about. We're talking with Jill Sladek. She is a teacher in the Hampton Township uh, School District. She's also vice president of the Hampton Township Education Association. We are talking about uh, unions and about organized labor. It is Labor Day weekend, and that's traditionally on this program what we do Labor Day weekend. We have a 30-second break uh, coming up, and uh, when we come back, I want to ask you about that Supreme Court ruling that you referenced. And also, uh, you mentioned that Teachers who are not in a union or anybody who is working and is not in a union, their employment is at will. It's, I'm going to ask you about this tenure thing because I think there's a lot, not tenure, but tenure thing. I think there's some misunderstanding sometimes about what that means. Is that okay? Correct. Sure. Let's take uh, our 30-second break, and we'll come back and talk more with Jill Sladek. It's Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day to you. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. It's Labor Day weekend, and our guest uh, this week is Jill Sladek. She is a teacher in the Hampton uh, Township School District uh, north of Pittsburgh. We're talking about organized labor. We're particularly talking about uh, issues that affect teachers who are in teachers' unions. Uh, Jill has been a teacher for 37 years. She teaches middle school science and is a graduate of Duquesne University. Um, Jill, when we took the break, you alluded to a Supreme Court case that may affect uh, union membership, particularly in public employee unions. However, um, you also mentioned that at the end of the year, you, your, your union, the Hampton Township Education Association, you have a contract with the school district, and, and you know that the school district is sort of bound to honor certain provisions of the contract, one of them being you, you know you're going to have a job, hopefully, ne- next year if, if everything goes well. What does this concept of tenure, T-E-N-U-R-E, what does that mean to a teacher? Because a lot of people think that means that 
Is it true that teachers can never be fired? Absolutely, it is untrue. Um, anybody can be fired for cause. I mean, if you are, and it doesn't take a whole lot, you know, if you're repeatedly late for school, if you abuse, you know, sick time, for pretty much any of the reasons anybody else could be fired, a teacher could be fired. There is a state evaluation system, and we are evaluated each year. In the first three years, um, it's a little bit easier. Sometimes if, if a newer teacher is struggling and is, is not doing well in some districts, again, they will work with them. They will try to put them on an improvement plan in some districts. Unfortunately, they will be let go. After those three years, you are tenured, but it is false to say that you cannot be fired. You can be fired. And basically, it's not that the union can save your job. Mm-hmm. Our job is just to make sure that they're following the uh, the contract itself and that whatever um, uh, you know charges are being brought against you or, or whatever, that, that the proper procedures are being followed. Um, but you can be fired, you know, and you can be fired for a variety of reasons. We're talking about labor unions. We're talking particularly about teachers unions and uh, issues that are affecting teachers right now. Jill Sladek is our guest. She's vice president of the Hampton Township Education Association. They represent uh, approximately 200 teachers in the Hampton Township School District north of Pittsburgh. She has been a teacher for 37 years. There's a saying that uh, supposedly Benjamin Franklin said, and there's some dispute over whether or not he actually said it, but it goes, we must all hang together or we shall all hang separately. And supposedly he is, is quoted as saying that at the signing of the Declaration of Independence, there's some dispute as to whether he said that or not. What does that mean in terms of the collective nature of collective bargaining? What is the strength that that adds when you all, you 200 teachers, go together to, to negotiate with the school district? It just gives you the power of of again, being united, knowing that the issues that we are taking in are not issues that are just important to one person or, you know, a single person. They're important to all of us. It's important that we go in and show that our working conditions are the learning conditions that our children have. And so when we go in with concerns, they're they're great concerns. Um, It's been shown that in um, states where we have teachers' unions, we are better paid. Um, we have better benefits. Um, we do have better protections. Um, I, I just can't say enough when, when we talk about being in a union and people say, you know, why would you be in a union? My response always is, why would you not be in a union? Well, you, you mentioned issues. Uh, people tend to, I think, including me, tend to think of, of unions as um, higher, you know, negotiating for higher wages. But besides wages, what are some issues that are facing classroom teachers? Uh, classroom teachers have to deal with class size. Um, in some places, you know, uh, classrooms are just overloaded with students. Uh, we, if you're a good teacher, you're differentiating. You're trying to balance the needs of lots of different types of learning. That's difficult to do when you have a large class size. Technology is being used more and more and is being encouraged, but we have to find ways to use it in an educational manner, not just in a fun manner. And so teachers need some training on that, especially people that maybe have been at it, you know, for a while. We didn't start out using some of the devices that we're using now. Funding is a big concern. Funding within your district, funding statewide, and the disparity of funding sometimes between districts. 
um, you know, unhealthy classrooms. Uh, we have, you know, students that come in that are ill. We have buildings in some places that are not healthy. Uh, there is right now in Pennsylvania um, kind of a dearth of students, not very many students graduating from colleges wanting to be teachers. And so there's a lack of subs. Uh, it's very difficult if we become ill to even take a day off. It's, it's one of the jobs that it's more work to take a day off um, than not because you have to prep and you have to be prepared. So there's a lot of things. You're balancing the needs of different learners. You're, you're trying to respect the expectations of your administrators. And, again, if you're, if you're doing that as a team, if you're doing that uh, in a coordinated way, um, it just makes for a much more pleasant environment. Jill Sladek is vice president of the Hampton Township Education Association. She has been a school teacher for 37 years. She's a teacher in the Hampton Township School District north of Pittsburgh. It's Labor Day weekend, and that's why we're talking about organized labor. And this uh, Labor Day weekend, we're talking specifically about issues facing school teachers. Um, Jill, one issue that has come up in in the Mon Valley in the McKeesport area school district, the the teachers and the superintendent in, in the McKeesport area have talked about uh, the pressure that they're feeling from charter schools. In, in in particular, a large chunk of their uh, budget every year now is going to charter schools. Is that an issue that, that Hampton is also facing? It is not one that we have faced too much here. Um, there are no, no real charter schools in our area, but it is directly affecting many, many schools. Um, you hear about some of these charter schools. You also hear it in some cases about cyber schools. And they always advertise that there really is no tuition. You know, you can come here. So there is tuition. Somebody's paying. Your district is paying for those children to go to those schools. But again, if you're taking away from the number of kids in the public school system, it's money that, that's being taken away and it's harder to run those traditional buildings. Okay. Uh, let, let's take uh, our second 30-second uh, break. When we come back, I want to ask you particularly about this uh, Supreme Court ruling uh, that came down uh, just a couple of months ago that, as you mentioned, may affect uh, your uh, labor union and many other labor unions. Our guest this morning is Jill Sladek. She's vice president of the Hampton Township Education Association. She's a teacher in the Hampton Township School District uh, for 37 years, and we're talking about uh, collective bargaining and about labor on this Labor Day weekend. Uh, Jill, can you hang with us for a few more minutes? I will do that. Okay, and thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest for a final few minutes is Jill Sladek. She is a teacher in the Hampton Township School District. She's also uh, vice president uh, of the Hampton Township Education Association, which is an affiliate of the Pennsylvania State Education Association, the PSEA. It is the dreaded teachers unions that will be coming up uh, in the the election uh, campaign ads, I'm sure, uh, since this is an election year. Uh, we're talking this Labor Day weekend about organized labor and about, in particular, issues that are facing unionized teachers. Uh, uh, Jill, before we get to the, the Janice versus Ask Me uh, Supreme Court decision um, that you alluded to, wh- what is the relationship between your 
Hampton Township Education Association and the PSEA, which is sort of the, I think it's the sort of the statewide federation of teachers unions, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, they provide us with uh, legal representation. Um, they do uh, pres- pr- uh, provide us, excuse me, with uh, what is called a Uniserve rep, uh, somebody that will come out and offer some training for our building representatives. Um, we have different reps in each building um, that kind of keep our members up to date and aware of what's going on and, and, again, meet regularly with administration just to make sure that, you know, we're smoothing over uh, anything that needs to be smoothed over. Um, PSEA uh, helps us with bargaining. Again, this is not something that we do, uh, you know, professionally. This is not what we were trained to do, so we do need help with that. Um, so PSEA is just the greatest resource in the world for us. Um, PSEA uh, does vet um, uh, candidates, um, and so they, you know, try to find candidates that are pro-education um, or uh, uh, at least understanding of the issues that we're facing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I can't say enough for PSEA. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful organization, and um, I don't know what we would do without them. So, so in in June there was a uh, lawsuit uh, that was settled at the Supreme Court level. It was called Janus versus Asks Me, which is the uh, American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees. Now, this was filed by a uh, worker in Illinois who was a member of. Well, he wasn't a member of that union. I, I take that back. Um, but he was employed by the state of Illinois, and he sued over the collection, if I'm correct, of union dues from his paycheck. Is that correct? Correct. What did the Supreme Court decide? Well, basically what they said was um, traditionally you would have basically what were union shops. If you worked here, you belonged to the union. If you chose not to belong to the union for whatever reason, some people just don't believe in the union, some people for religious reasons, Mm -hmm. you still had to pay what was called fair share. Fair share was a percentage of the overall dues that everybody else paid. and you did need to still pay those. You were still considered uh, to be protected by the collective bargaining agreement. So anything that we bargained, you got the benefits of that bargaining. Um, we still had to represent you as, as part of a grievance if there was anything that violated that contract. Um, but there were, there were certain aspects um, of being a union member that you did not participate in. Uh, you didn't get full legal coverage. Uh, you didn't get to vote on the contract. You didn't get to vote on local leadership. Um, we had relatively few people in this area that were fair share members. But what Janice does now is say that you cannot collect dues from somebody who does not want to be a member of your union. So, and so there no longer is fair share. So what was the idea behind the, the fair share? So they're not in the union, but they are getting the same benefits that the, as you mentioned, the, the same benefits that the union members are getting. So that's the idea of collecting a, a, a fair share, correct? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, so what what does that mean for you? You you mentioned earlier that there's there's uh, of, of the approximately 200 teachers that are in your school district, one is is right now not a member of the union, but is eligible to be. So, w- w- what will that mean going forward? Do you think so? You will not be able to collect dues from them. Um, if they choose not to pay dues, then we will not collect dues from them. They can still choose to pay if they would like to. Um, and I don't anticipate that we're going to have an issue here. Overall, statewide, I know we were quite concerned that, you know, people might say, well, what's the point then of me paying dues if I don't have to pay them? Am I, 
why should I? And we worried that we were going to lose not only fair share members, but we might lose other members of the association. Thankfully, that has not proven to be the case. Um, I think people have seen the value of the union. People understand uh, that you have strength as a bargaining unit. And um, we have had uh, all of our members pretty much sign back up for this year. So we've not had that issue. Um, but it can be an issue in some places. My thing is, you're either going to pay in some way at the beginning with your dues or with your fair share, or you're going to pay in the end. Because if you have no union or you have a very small group of people, the districts will know that, employers will know that, and you will no longer have the strength that you had. Okay. When you go into bargain, they're going to recognize you're not bargaining for you know all of these people. And so it's going to be much, much harder to get a contract that is going to be beneficial to all. Let me, uh, let me, and that's been shown to happen in other states. Let, let me ask you this question, because I, I, and, and, and this might be a, a dumb question, but it, it, will you still be required to represent and provide the same protections to the people who don't pay? Um, yes. As, oh, so you will? Yes. So The only thing, basically, they don't get uh, full legal coverage. Um, uh, they, like I said, they will not necessarily get to vote uh, on a contract when we negotiate a contract because they're considered to be a non-member. Um, but in all other ways, they're covered by that contract. So this is kind of like if I um, stopped paying my car insurance, but I had an accident and I was somehow forcing the car insurance uh, company to use everybody else's car insurance premiums that they paid to cover my accident is what it sounds like to me not, yep. not, or if, if, uh, yeah it's kind of like you go out to dinner with somebody very regularly but they never pick up the check wow that's what i like to liken it to in very simple terms are, are they free to go if, if they want to and i don't see how this would work to go negotiate their own contract with the school board or or, or no not that any they school board not. would ever do that okay no, they are not. PSEA is recognized and uh, HDEA is recognized as the official bargaining uh, agent here. So they cannot do that. They cannot go in and bargain on their own. Uh, we have just a, a, a couple of minutes left. You, you talked about some of the issues that um, school teachers are uh, facing. Uh, we're talking with Jill Sladek. She is a teacher in the Hampton uh, Township Area School District. Uh, she has been a teacher for 37 years. We're talking about organized labor and this Labor Day weekend. Um, what are some things that you're looking at? The school year is just getting underway. That's one of the other things that Labor Day marks always is the start of the school year. Uh, what are some issues uh, that you're, you're looking at? and your uh, fellow teachers there in Hampton are looking at down the road? Um, we're very fortunate here. We have very good class sizes, so it's not something that we face. Um, but, again, you have a variety of learners. You have you know, students with a variety of needs. You have uh, students that have what are called IEPs, mm -hmm. Individual Education Plans. So, uh, you know, you have everything um, that runs the gamut, students with autism, students with Down syndrome, um, students with ADHD. Uh, so you have a variety of learners, and that's always a challenge, but it's also a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really looking forward to the school year. I, we have a wonderful faculty and staff here. We have wonderful administrators, I have to say. Um, so it, it's always exciting for us to be coming back. But I do look forward to Labor Day because of the Labor Day Parade, yeah. uh, and I do march in the Labor Day Parade every year, and I enjoy being with all of the 
brother and sister unions that are there. Uh, in, in the final 30 seconds or so, you mentioned that there not, are not as many students coming out of college uh, interested in teaching. Give us a sales pitch. Why, if somebody hears this and either they are themselves in college or uh, they have a nephew, niece, son, daughter, granddaughter, grandson uh, interested in, in trying to figure out a career path, why should they become a teacher? It is I think the most fun you can have in any job because you become a lifelong learner. I learn as much from my students every day as I hope I'm teaching them. Uh, every day is different. Uh, there really is no boredom because it's just constant movement. Uh, it keeps you on your toes. I'm hoping it's keeping me young. Uh, it is just a wonderful career. And I do encourage people uh, to think about becoming an educator. Um, again, we could use good, young, enthusiastic people. And we are out of time. Jill Sladek is a teacher in the Hampton Township School District. She's vice president of the Hampton Township uh, Education Association, the teachers union there. Uh, she will be celebrating uh, Labor Day by marching in the Labor Day parade. I hope the weather is uh, good for you, Jill. And thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Well, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDL, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.